Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time to groove with Groby with the all-time great and one of only two men to run for more than 1,700 yards and pass for more than 4,000 in their UA career. Ben takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, his score. Touchdown. Quinn Groby showing the great athletic ability. Did it. His way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst, Quinn Grovey. Groovin' with Grovey is brought to you by Petty Jean Meats, bringing you the best smoked meats for over four generations. Ask for Petty Jean Meats and taste the difference. Beep, beep. All right, let's do it. Awkward silence there for a moment. I was wondering what was happening. Something was falling off the air. Quinn Grovey joining us today. Quinn, two days away from football. In Fayetteville, how are you? I'm good, man. Excited. Uh, Fayetteville is starting to ramp up. Uh, you can feel the energy here, and man, it should be a great weekend of football. Just can't wait to uh, welcome Cincinnati here. It's going to be one of the best games of the weekend for sure. Yeah, definitely one of the most anticipated openers in a while too. Did you know this is the first time ever at Reynolds Razorback Stadium? That the season is opening with two ranked teams. Ever? Ever! I bet Quinn knew that. I did not know it until I, I saw it in the game notes. Now, they did it back in, like, 74, but they played at War Memorial Stadium. Hmm. First time ever, Reynolds oh. Razorback Stadium hosting two ranked teams to start the season. What do you think about that, Quinn? That's a good thing because it's present. It's now. And so that means we're uh, we're in a situation where Arkansas is uh, ranked nationally and you're getting ready to play another team. So I... You know, I know that history matters, but, you know, right now is what's most important what we do on Saturday. 84 degrees the high. It's going to be, uh, you know, afternoon ball game, and sometimes those can be rough. I mean, you got, got a pretty good break with the weather too, Quinn, I would think, for uh, for both teams, really. But let's talk about the matchup a little bit. And we've, we've one of the big discussion points this week has been um, Arkansas's corners and then also on the other side the QB situation for uh, for Cincinnati and the fact that they're not announcing who will go. Wes said he thinks uh, they probably have a pretty good idea because of intel. You think Arkansas has got a pretty good feel for who will be a starter? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Ben Bryant. I think uh, just looking at everything I've seen, uh, we've, we've had a Cincinnati beat writer on our podcast uh, this week, and it feels like it's going to be Ben Bryant. And, and the reason I say that is, one, you've got a very experienced offensive line with all five returning starters. Two, you've got – Two great tight ends. I mean, both these tight ends will be drafted uh, in the NFL, and they're both big, they're very physical, and they can catch the football. Uh, so the, Leonard Taylor and Josh Wiley, both those guys, I mean, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So, and then on the outside, you got three wide receivers that are very, very fast. Uh, Trey Tucker, allegedly, ran a 4'2'9 uh, this mm-hmm. fall. Tyler Scott, allegedly, ran a 4'2'9". Uh, last year, and uh, Jadon Thompson is a, another wide receiver. So you got you got two burners on the outside. You got two big tight ends on the inside. You've got a running back in Ryan Montgomery who was very good as well last year, backing up Jerome Ford who went over thirteen hundred yards. So I think this Cincinnati offense is set up for a pocket pass. That's why I say Ben Bryant will be the guy that will uh, be the quarterback. He was very good at Eastern Michigan last year. He threw for over uh, 3,000 yards, um, had a high touchdown uh, ratio, uh, completed 68% of his passes. 
So I think you'll see Luke Fickle roll with him. And uh, I think that's just what they're going to do offensively. You talked about um, defensively. Uh, you know, they got, you know, they lost. Cincinnati lost two cornerbacks to the NFL draft, uh, which is in Sauce Gardner and, and Kobe Bryant. Their their best cornerback now is a guy named Arquan. What was his name? Ar- <laughs> Arquan Bush. Uh, he was the guy that played in the slot a lot last year because he just couldn't crack the the lineup outside. He's moving outside now. He believes that he has a chip on his shoulder. They're saying you know Sauce and and uh, Kobe. I mean I know they're getting all the credit, but now I've, I've got to show them this is my time. I don't know what they're going to do on, at the other cornerback position. I know who they're starting, but. Uh, that might be an opportunity to take advantage of it. They got another safety, uh, Javon Hicks, who's played a lot of snaps. So between Bush and, and Hicks, those two guys have played a lot of snaps. They believe that they have an opportunity to be successful. It's it's almost, for me, it's almost like when you look at Cincinnati in their cornerback uh, situation, it's almost like Arkansas's wide receiver situation. You know, you lose two guys to the NFL uh, from Cincinnati, and now all the other guys are saying, hey, we can play too. We're tired about tired of hearing about those other guys that left to the NFL. And I think the wide receiving core at Arkansas is still on the same thing. We, we're tired of hearing about Traylon Burks and what he did. It's our time to kind of show. So I think you're going to see two units go at one another uh, that, that have a chip on their shoulder. Quinn, what's Arkansas going to do offensively? What do they want? How do they want to attack Cincinnati? I think a lot depends on what Cincinnati wants to do. I think Cincinnati will try to play base, base defense right off the bat. Meaning, we're going to try to stop your run with our our base defense. We want to have the proper amount of guys in coverage, uh, and we're going to see if we can stop you right off the bat. I, I think that that is probably going to be a bad move because Arkansas is going to be able to run the football. Um. And then I think once you start doing that, then you've got – that's where those receivers are going to come to play. And I will tell you, watching those receivers, Matt Landers, Warren Thompson, uh, Jaden Hazelwood, I believe you got three guys that can win one-on-one battles. Now, I, I wouldn't have said that a long – I wouldn't have said that in spring. I didn't, you, know, I, you know, I wouldn't have subscribed to that theory. But I think right now you got three guys that may be able to win battles. And I've had a lot of conversations with people very, very close to the program and I, and I think they're very comfortable with that. So if teams decide to load up the box, I think you're going to have three wide receivers that will be able to win battles on the outside. Now you're now the defense that's playing against those three are going to have to decide, okay, you know, how are we going to guard them? But in college, you may have one guy that can cover. You may have one and a half guys that can cover. But you ain't got three that can cover. And so that's going to give you an advantage if they load that box because you can find the one-on-one mismatch. Then you throw in Trey Knox, and that's another coverage dictator that gives you an opportunity to kind of easily see what the defense is trying to do. So if, if Cincinnati can stop the run in their base without having to employ you know additional resources to stop the run, it's going to be advantage Cincinnati. But I, I just don't see that. I just think with Arkansas's offensive line, they're going to have to uh, decide that we're going to have to try to stop this run. And look, it's, it's going to be tough to deal with. But I think KJ and his receiving cores will probably be a little more explosive than what most people think. And if they can get that if they can get that component going, I'm telling you what, this 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 offense is going to be very, very tough. Talking to Quinn Grovey on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotlines brought to you by our friends at Petty Jean Meats. 
Our question of the day today, Quinn, will uh, Arkansas, what's most likely? Arkansas has a 3,000-yard passer, likely K.J. Jefferson, a 1,000-yard rusher or a 1,000-yard receiver? Yeah. Uh, you're gonna KJ's gonna throw for more than three thousand. Okay. Uh, and you may have a thousand yard rusher. Uh, I don't think you have a thousand yard receiver. Uh, I think that's gonna be very difficult to happen, especially with you know the four miles you have to feed, and then also checking down to running backs and all that kind of stuff. KJ's gonna throw for over three thousand. You'll have a thousand yard rusher. So I think two to three will will take place. And if two if two to three takes place, then that means that you're spreading the football around. And everybody's uh, eat, so yeah, that's what I would say. Two to three is going to happen. What do you see out of Malik Hornsby Saturday? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, that's a guy that you would like to get on the field. He's very fast. He's very explosive. I, I just don't know. Um, I'm sure they'll have some type of plays for him, but. Um, I don't know how they're going to utilize him. I mean, you got three really, really good wide receivers that play wide receivers, and you got a guy that's very, very fast that you need to find a way to get him involved because if you can get him on the outside, it's to the house. But I, I just don't know. I, I, I cannot wait to see how they use. Him. I don't. I don't know. That's a. That's a. That's a question that's going to be determined on Saturday. Defensively for Arkansas, what are you concerned about the most? Uh, I would say defensive front. I, I mean, I think when you look at the defensive line that is starting, um, that that's that's area that you want to really take a look at because over the last couple of years, we've been so excited about transfers that have shown up, and we were really excited about last year's transfers with with Ridgeway, Utsi, and Trey Williams. And so now you you've got some of the guys that have been in the program a long time number one on the depth chart. That's, I mean, that may not be a bad thing. I mean, they could have progressed extremely well under Jamil Walker, uh, getting bigger. And when I look at Isaiah Nixon, I mean, that's a guy right now that came in pretty light, but he's 6'3", 315 pounds. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, that means you progress. Eric Gregory is a guy that's 6'4", 302 pounds. And so when you play in those interior positions, you've got to have big guys. It sounds like they, they fit, the, fit the bill. Then you got Zach Williams on the outside and uh, Deshaun Stewart. But I think you're going to need the uh, the transfers you got. In. I think Terry Hampton is going to play an important part. Uh, you know, Landon Jackson eventually will play an important part. Jordan Dominique will play an important part. Uh, but what we've seen and what we've been accustomed to is the new defensive lineman coming in, starting and making an impact. Now you got some guys that've been in the program a long time that are, that are taking that mantle. And I think that I think that that says a lot about player development. So we'll see what happens with that. But you're still going to need those guys that are coming in. But if I had to answer the question with it, it would be defensive front because you've got to be able to win in the trenches in the SEC. And that defensive line is not making plays and stopping a run. It's going to be a, a tough, tough deal. You jumped out there very quickly when you said that KJ would throw for three thousand yards. What what will we see? What will be the biggest difference we see from KJ this season? You know, KJ was pretty good last year. I mean, yeah. you know, he <laughs> 21 touchdowns, four picks. Uh, but just his confidence level. I mean, the time I've spent with him is, you know, this summer, just just talking ball and just looking at the way that he is carrying himself, uh, the way that he is processing information when we talk about 
watching film, he understands what the defense is trying to do to. I think that there is a, a he's comfortable. And when you're comfortable and you got Kendall Browse for the second year in a row, I mean, you know the same offense. You're comfortable because you're, you're way ahead of the game. And so when you get comfortable, things slow down. So I expect things, first and foremost, to slow down. Uh, I think he's done a nice job with his footwork. Uh, uh, when I say footwork, that means in the pocket, you know, keeping that keeping that short base, keeping your feet moving, whatever, and, and, and just getting through your progressions and, and, and being able to deliver the football on balance. You throw the football better when you're on balance. I think he'll be better at those intermediate routes. You know, last year we saw some times where you know, maybe on that RPO the ball was behind or high or whatever. Mm-hmm. And luckily some of those weren't intercepted. I think that's where you're going to see him really improve uh, with that. We already know he can throw the deep ball. And if Cincinnati gives him an opportunity to do that, he'll, he'll do that. So I think the thing that he's really trying to improve on is the intermediate throws that, that 12 to 20-yard range where sometimes you may have to drop the ball over a linebacker or you may have to let that ball go uh, in between the hole that's really not there, in between a linebacker and uh, two linebackers and the safety's crashing down. It's just the anticipation. But it comes down to trusting your receivers if you want to be efficient and letting the ball go with timing and anticipation. And I think they've worked together with that. So I think you're going to see him better at the intermediate, intermediate throws which really played Arkansas last year. And then I think you'll see him be very, very more, uh, much more comfortable in the timing anticipation routes. I just think he's going to take the passing game up just a little bit more. And I know it's hard to believe without Burke, but uh, I, I think KJ is, is, is ready to, uh, to really show people what he can do. I would uh, ask you about C.J. Stroud. Ohio State quarterback. He is uh, for an NIL deal. Yeah. He, uh, he he's, he uh, works for Express. Yesterday, he announced after practice he is giving every one of his teammates a five hundred dollar Express gift card to go out and buy suits so that they look good on the road. How about that for the uh, NIL? That's a, that's to me is a good look. The quarterback sharing the wealth, literally. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I you know. I'm sure he's getting – I don't know what the – did they say what the uh, the deal was worth? Yeah. No, 500 – no, I don't know what he's getting yeah, from know, Express. But, yeah. Uh, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If he's giving, 50 if he, grand if he's in giving his teammates five, I promise you that deal's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> so. going to be pretty good. But, hey, that's one of those things where, you know, people say the quarterback is, is going to get the deal. And if he doesn't take care of everybody else, is, uh, I mean, is he going to get – Stacked and smashed, and will people be envious and all that kind of stuff? Look, as a leader, that's what you do. So I, I, I like that. I think you'll see KJ eventually get to that point where he's starting to get stuff where he can take care of people as well. But if I'm a quarterback, that's the smart thing to do, especially if I'm being taken care of. So, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. That's where it's at. That's, that's what happens in the NFL. The NFL, the quarterbacks have to take care of, you know, most people, specifically the, the offensive linemen. And uh, sounds like CJ has got the right idea. CJ wants that Heisman issue, <laughs> so he's going to try to take care of everybody that he can. Quinn, we're going to let you go. Appreciate Petty Jean Meats. Appreciate you, and uh, I'm hoping to bump into you at some point tomorrow uh, or Saturday, maybe after the game. We can celebrate a, a big win for Arkansas together. It'd be good, but uh, I'll be looking for you, my friend. I appreciate the time today. Yeah, it's been good. I appreciate you guys, man, and I think. Uh, 
Hulk fans, it's going to be a tight one on Saturday, but uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll pull it out. I love it. All right, Quinn, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, see you, man.